Welcome to Questioning Podcast. This is your host, Valeria Itriago, but you can call me Val. Together, we will embark in an inner journey towards consciousness to question everything and understand what it means to live a more connected life. We will cover topics related to emotional intelligence, wellness, professional development, romantic relationships, and everything in between. So again, welcome to Questioning Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Questioning Podcast. This is your host, again, Val. And today we're going to talk about something that is very delicate, intimate, and personal for me. Today we're going to talk about body shaming. Where does it come from? How is practiced nowadays on social media? And how that and bullying can actually affect the perception we have about ourselves and our self-image. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this, this whole body shaming thing, As a content creator in a podcast that talks about spiritual awakening, consciousness, and well-being is because I believe that part of that healing process comes from the fact of accepting ourselves inside out. Therefore, I do believe it's really important to understand that our relationship with the way we look and our self-image is going to help us to go through that healing process in a more deep and realistic way. I also want to bring this today because I know that even though we partially know how bad and how dark can this be for someone, it's actually really awful the idea that this still happens a lot, especially on social media and especially in those places when we normally consume content all the time. And I think it's really scary the fact that we are hyper-connected with this whole idea. That we have to look in a specific way in order to fit with social groups or in order to be part of trends. And it's actually really, really dangerous. If it's the first time you're listening to this term, body shaming, don't worry, I'm going to give you a little bit of context. Body shaming is the act of shaming someone publicly or through social media platforms. And it's basically carried out by people who spend their time criticizing the way others look and pointing that as a defect or something bad. So it goes like, imagine having a bunch of mean girls or mean guys on social media. This is more common than people can think I've done it, and I'm sure you've done it, not even maybe conscious that we are doing it. And that's the dangerous things about body shaming, right? We tend to criticize people just because of the way they look, and we're not even conscious that we are doing it. Part of my healing journey and accepting my body made me realize that my perception about beauty is not the perception everyone should have or can have. It's something subjective. And everyone has in their hand their own description about what beauty is. And there's no right or wrong. I think it's very important to ask ourselves if we did this to someone else before or if we're actually allowing someone else to do this to us. How can we recognize it and how can we change it? Today, I'm going to share very intimate experiences, my experiences and how I deal with this When did it happen? And what were the consequences of going through bullying and body shaming? 
So when I was a kid, I was very athletic. I was very active, but I always wanted to be an Olympic gymnastic, like professionally. However, I had an injury I, and I had to stop competing. And for some reasons, I gained weight. I got really depressed. I started eating a lot. So this is the beginning of a horrific experience of bullying and body shaming just because I was fat, I was overweighted. So I think as a kid, it was normal for me to compare myself with other girls, the skinnier or the ones that were prettier than me in a way. And it was so frustrating. And I remember these memories vividly in my mind because, you know, I was very athletic. I was very skinny and then I was very fat and overweighted, which is something that it was not bad. It was okay. I was like growing. I was doing things. I needed to go through my process, but actually being bullied and having gone through body shaming made everything worse. I was a kid, I had a lot of mixed up feelings in my mind and made everything very traumatic. So the relationship I had with food for a long period of time in my life was awful. Like it was like I punished myself and I made myself cut things that were not actually bad for my body and my body needed it to grow. And I went through high school, right? With all these insecurities, and a new core belief on my mind that I was not enough just because I was overweighted. And therefore, I didn't fit. I didn't match the right stereotype. I've grown up and I process everything that happened to me. And I'm an, I can understand a little bit more and protect myself a little bit more. But that's exactly the thing. I was a kid. And it affected me a lot. And actually, I think we're not conscious of how bullying and body shaming can trigger someone and create a very unhealthy relationship with their bodies. In my case, it happened. I went through this and I'm bringing this up today, not because I want you to feel sorry about me, but because I think it's important to normalize that all of us at some point of our life have gone through different episodes of body shaming or bullying. So this happened to me. And I don't know if it happened to you or someone you know, but I think it's terrifying thinking about the idea that we are rejecting our own shape, right? Like the skin we live in, we live with. I remember I saw myself so many times in the mirror and saying things such as, I don't belong here. And with here, I refer my body. I wish I could have longer legs smaller boobs or bigger boobs or bigger ass or longer hair or bigger eyes instead of saying you know what this is who I am and I embrace my body the way it is and if I want to change it therefore I will do it because I want to create a healthier relationship with my body but not because there's something wrong with it it's a very different approach so the consequence of this bullying or body shaming was body dysmorphia. I developed this condition, which is called body dysmorphic disorder. And I battled this for more than four years. Didn't even realize what I really was going through. For those who have never heard about this before, body dysmorphia disorder is a mental illness that makes you overthink and create one or more perceived effects in your appearance. So the way it works, basically, you have this perception about yourself, like 
you can be skinny, but you're still going to look yourself like fat or you're going to be unshaped, but you're not going to be unshaped enough. So you're constantly sabotaging yourself and your perception about the way you look. I remember comparing myself so much to other girls and there were times that I felt so embarrassed or intimidated or even anxious that I would desperately seek withdrawal of social events. When you have this condition, you start focusing intensely on your appearance and physical image. Repeatedly, you check yourself in the mirror and you compulsively groom yourself. Because you have a perceived effect that is repetitive in your head about your body. It creates such a significant emotional distress. And also it can actually impact the ability you have to relate with your reality. For me, it was never enough. I wasn't skinny enough. I wasn't ripped enough. I wasn't shredded enough. I remember when I started practicing CrossFit as an athlete and became really obsessed with all the CrossFitters and I wanted to look like them, right? And if I didn't look exactly like them, therefore I was not a good CrossFitter or I was not, I didn't feel comfortable because I was like not matching the beauty standards of how a CrossFitter should look like. So I became obsessed looking for images of CrossFitters to look similar because that was like my new beauty standard. But after a while, I was able to be at peace accepting my body. Now there is nothing wrong with the way I look. And it was good to look that way. And sometimes I was going to be a little bit more choppy or more skinny. Anyways, that's not a reason why I should reject myself to the point I can actually hurt myself. The message at this point of the episode is that there comes a moment that you finally understand after a lot of internal work and self-realization that you need to have a healthy relationship with the way you look. And that relationship shouldn't be based on a constant battle of a recurring projection of a generalized expectation from the external world, where life is mostly centered on a superficial collective reality about personal image. And let's be honest, I will never come to this space to tell you that accepting and loving yourself fully and the way you look is an easy thing to do. It's not. It's not easy to look yourself in the mirror and feel like you're 100% okay with the way you look. Because we were raised to always be better, look better, or show more, but never to accept what it is. I really believe we should be more compassionate with ourselves. And if we want to change something, therefore we might change it from the right place. And not because we own something to someone or not because we have to prove that we are beautiful. It is important to know that body shaming is awful. And this is exactly the reason why we should recognize it. There's something called body neutrality. And it was born of the fact that we need to start a debate about being beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I think I would like to separate this word just because I think it's important to recover neutrality, to leave the recurring importance of the physical versus the spiritual or essential of human relationships. 
we spend so much time consuming content about how famous people have changed their bodies, how Kim Kardashian did a seven-day diet to fit in a dress that was not designed for her body type. But anyway, she did it just because she has to prove. Just because she had to play the part on a red carpet without even realizing how this can impact a child or a kid or a teenager. It's like, okay, yes, so I'm four, but I'm going to store myself for like four weeks in order to be zero. Come on, what, what does that even mean? I am sorry, but I will never think this is okay. And I think it's really shady. What I do believe is while we're growing, we have to be more conscious about how important is building a full spirit where values such as sympathy, resilience, humility, kindness can replace the superficiality we're living in. We also have to go through a process of self-acceptance where we can find a new meaning of what is important about yourself. What is your value? The way you look, the way you think, both, neither. I think it's important to go through this in order to find a healthier relationship with ourselves. To continue a little bit with more context, I would like to bring some words from experts about the concepts I brought up at the beginning of the episode. According to Yolanda Dominguez, visual artist and feminist, body shaming is a form of harassment, which can happen to anyone, even those who within the current standards of beauty are considered perfect. And for her, it's one of the most aggressive strategies to degrade and therefore to exercise violence against a human being. And I'm going to say it again, exercise violence against a human being. It means to dehumanize them just because the way they look. Yolanda Dominguez also talked about stereotypes in one of her books. And she talked about something called dictatorship of the body, where she explained that body shaming translates into stripping a person of their rational and emotional self. And this has a decisive influence in how we relate to our body. And finally, it can generate serious self-esteem disorders accompanied by all kinds of physical self-aggressions. I really don't think this should be taken for granted. I made peace with myself when I stopped competing with what I couldn't change. Big legs, small height. I was at peace also when I understood that the way I look doesn't set my real value. Understanding the impact of this also led me to a point of no return, especially when it comes to have an opinion about other people's body. Size is such a superficial and empty concept. Everyone is fighting their own battle. And therefore, no one should have an opinion about anybody's body. On social media, women are valued almost exclusively for our body dimensions. Derogatory comments are totally unnecessary and they're not going to change anything nor should anyone have the credit to be rude about other people's image. Sometimes we put aside the effort we have made to love ourselves. Nowadays, I think it's much more important to feel good about yourself 
without having to seek approval from others. It's about accepting who you are and letting everyone else see that we don't care what they think about our bodies because that doesn't define how talented or smart or capable we are of being loved or love someone else. And I want to tell you that there will be never a reason why you should feel ashamed of the way you look just because someone else doesn't like it. Your values, who you are, how you relate to the world, how you build your relationships goes beyond the way you look. It is important to be healthy. It is important to be active. But don't do it because you want to prove something to someone. I think with this, I would like to recommend you three things I did and I started doing a couple of years ago that helped me to build a healthier relationship with myself and my body. Just write these phrases on a paper, like a piece of paper, and you can stick it in a visible place at your place, car, your workspace, and you're going to write this. I don't have to fit with the standards of an entire society. My value is not just based on the way I was born or the way I currently look. If I really love myself, I accept who I am and I understand that beauty goes beyond a stereotype and is totally subjective. Loving myself is a mindset. And I would like to say to those who consciously or unconsciously body shame some people or have been body shamed, think twice before you think you have the right of criticizing others just because the way they look. Because you never know what that person might be going through and how an innocent comment could affect their mental health and self-image. I would like to close this episode by leaving you a few lines for one of my favorite songs, for one of my favorite artists, Billie Eilish. Not my responsibility. And I love this song because it reflects exactly what I meant with the fact that who you are and the way you look is your responsibility. But the way other people think about you is their responsibility. It's on them, not on you. And you shouldn't do anything to change that or to prove something to them. The first step to change something is by accepting what it is. With compassion, with love, and with kindness. Even though you have never seen my body, you'll still judge it. And you judge me for it. Why? We make assumptions about people based on their size. We decide who we are. We decide what they are worth. If put more, if I get less, who decides? what that does to me. What does that mean? Is my value based only on your perception? Or it's your opinion about me? Not my responsibility. Thank you for sharing this space with me. If you liked today's episode, feel free to share, connect, and give feedback on social platforms. 
Connect with me on Instagram as Vale Itriago and TikTok as Valeria Itriago to see all the content related to the topics we discuss here. And if you enjoy the project, you can find my Patreon link down in the description. <laughs>